Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. That's right. Every Monday we get your emails, your stories, your questions. Oh, you better be moving your hips right now on a Monday morning because we're coming at you straight from the belly of the beast. Every Monday, your stories, your emails, your questions, they keep sharing the word. Your coworkers, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, your papas, anyone with ears. J Train Podcast coming at you right now. Bow. Your emails come in every week. We answer your emails every week. And you got problems. And we answer them. J Train Podcast. It goes with my voice, this song. Right, Shelby? It's very apropos. Like it make, it makes sense. You're gritty. I mean, there's nothing that goes with this song more than lemon ginger tea. Hand in hand. Hand in hand. We got Shelby back on the ones and twos. So good to be here. And listen, to the listeners at home, you got to keep sharing. Keep sharing. Sharing is caring. <clears throat> Mondays, and we want your emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Um, we got so many good ones, but we want those screenshot emails. Those are the ones that really make the show. It gives it a little extra oomph, right, Shelby? Yeah, those ones, you know, you can really do a deep dive on. Such a deep dive. And I'm going on the road. Um, I'm going to be. I'm, I'm currently in Chicago. We're doing a whole week of shows. Washington, D.C., New York, New York, Austin, Texas, Boston, Dallas, New Brunswick, New Jersey, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Shelby, you been okay? How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Just uh, yeah? living it up. The Bezos of audio, Shelby Royston. That's what you called me, yeah? I've called you that many times. Guy killing it right now. Very excited about today's guest. He is an OKP, original key player. Hit the music, Shelby. We can all breathe a sigh of relief. It's a guest we've heard before. Hilarious comic. Uh, he's been on here many times. Noah Gardenswartz, thank you for coming back. My pleasure. Always love being here. Love doing pods. What's that? I love the new theme song, the intro. Really, Listen, uh, Whenever Shelby's here, it's just that, again, special sauce. This is what gets the show, you know, is, it's why the show is beloved. But you are a beloved guest on this show. And everyone, you have a new album out. We've done the album thing before. We want people to go listen to your album. It's called New Fodder. It's on any streaming platform that anyone uses for music, comedy, whatever you use to listen to your music. It's there. All you got to do is search Noah Gardenswartz. Subscribe to him as an artist on there. Tell us about the album. What's going on? You're a new daddy. Yeah. I mean, um, a lot of the album is about being uh, newly married and, and having a, uh, a one-year-old. You got a new child. And then on top of that, just some good ha-has, just a couple of good jokes. You know, Some so, fresh ha's. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun hour. I'm, I'm confident your listeners would enjoy it. Absolutely. And and listen, we do this every now and again. Someone comes on with an album and I try to tell people like I this audience isn't, you know, I know I know the people who listen. They're not in their car. 
listening to Sirius XM Comedy Station. You know, you might have a Spotify, you might have an Apple Music, you know, subscription, you might have a Pandora, and all of those uh, apps have a comedy section. You can search myself, you can search Noah, and it's like a, I think of it as the cousin to the podcast, the, the, the comedy album, right? Like, it's yeah. like you're in the room with the person. Tangentially related. And, and you know what? I, I got to give your listeners credit because coming on this podcast actually matters because your listeners show up. They they come out. You know what? There are very few podcasts that I've ever been on that translate to tickets sold on the road. But I, as a guest of the J Train podcast, have had people in my audiences that came up and said they only came because they heard me on your podcast. So, really? Yeah. Oh, my nuts are fully feathered right now. Start with, what? Start with a feather. Where did you tape the album? Uh, I did it in Fort Collins at a new club called the Comedy Fort. It was we did it in the middle Colorado. of Colorado. Yeah, I I'm from Denver. Uh, I was home for <laughs> Passover, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know I had I had this material that has a shelf life as a newlywed and a new father. Yeah, um, you don't want to be 20 years from now going I had a baby right. and doing that because we've seen that. Exactly. We've been we've opened for people. I'm sure you have. I know I have. Where you they do the act, and it'll be like the first minute will be about their baby, and then they'll go and later in the show they'll go, the baby's thirty now. Right, right. <laughs> I wanted to do it while the joke still semi mattered to me. And the pandemic shut everything down for a year, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I have a real short window to get this done. I haven't done an hour in a year, but let's see how it goes. And thankfully, it went well. What's Fort Collins like? Because now, like, here's the thing. Like, we, you and I, we travel around a bit, especially during the pandemic. I've been telling people how the country, it feels like you're in the Old West. Like, you show up. Especially feels like the Old West. Like, even during (laughs) bustling times. (laughs) This is is fair. So, like, in the Old West times, you'd show up to, like, you know, the town, and they'd, like, warn you about the governor. Like right. and the governor here doesn't believe in science, so don't take off that mask, you know. Like, or yeah. the governor is is in a hermetically sealed, you know, suit. And, you know, it's like, and right. you get warned, and you got to show up, and you got to like, you have to get a taste of the town before you even go on stage. Right. Have well, you seen that? Did it was is Fort Collins one of those towns that you're not sure? What, you got to be careful or. Yeah, well, it's a Fort Collins. You know, Colorado is a purple state, so you get a little bit of everything. Um, sure. And Fort Collins is right near Wyoming. It's like on the mm. northern part of Colorado, so you get a mix. Fort Collins is a college town, so you get a mix of like the Denver Boulder college town hippies, and then you also just yeah. get straight up cowboys from the frontier on Wyoming. And you know what? <laughs> they're all there drinking. One's drinking IPA, one's drinking Bud Heavy, and they're all there for some laughs, and it's fine. G- Garden sorts. Yeah. Yeah, what are you exactly. from Germany? You don't look like you're not from around here, huh? You know, I, I, I love I love how you're making these Wyoming cowboys so cultured <laughs> that they hear a last name and they're like, oh, the origin of that that must be Germany. <laughs> they, they they've done a couple twenty three and me's. Yeah. Oh, have you had the schnitzel? Exactly. <laughs> so no, pumped. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a great time. Everyone go get the album. Uh, New Fodder, that's the album. Noah Gardenswartz, at Noah G Comedy. Shelby, how are you? I, I, I want to bring you into this conversation. Have you left the house? I'm leaving the house all the time. I'm at the cinema. I'm uh, walking the up cinema. and down uh, Manhattan's boulevards. I'm all over the place now. All up hey, and around. I'm so excited about it, too. I mean, yeah, this, this is, is excited for Shelby. 
I don't yeah. really believe in the Delta variant. I'm not really a. I'm yeah. vaccinated, so I'm kind of out there big time. You know. I love it. Are you dating, Shelby? Are you Are you seeing anyone? Uh, I have a long term girlfriend. Whoa! Hit that breaking news. Look at the the crowd here at Feather Nation Studios. What uh, What What's long term? Just so I can get a sense of. This is a this is a big married move. Married people with kids, they go, "What's that mean?" Yeah, they want to know how they stand. No, no, no. Don't don't old man me yet. I was, <laughs> that's not a married man question. I just want to know what long term means to uh, excitable Shelby. Yes, I'll say a year and a couple months. Uh, yeah, that's long term. I think. What do you? What would you define as long term, Noah? Honestly, before I got married, if I made it to four months, that was like okay. Now we're really in there. I think I'm with you. I look at the crowd here applauding. Make, make it make it into the beginning of a second season. You have four seasons of the year. If you've been through one season, transitioning to the next, we're in it to win it. I I think you're right. If you change a season, is is not long term. And when you're like when you get married, long term becomes a different thing. I would agree. It, it has to because sure. we'll now you're rating things. Earnest. Yeah, you're rating things until death. You know, like it changes. Terms become different. Now, you're a new dad. What is um, what is the most surprising part about becoming a dad? Was something you thought was going to be before, and now you've like, I thought this was going to... Like, I remember like, you know, you get into... I remember going to high school, and you'd be like, oh, it'll be like Bayside. I'll hang sure. out by the locker. I'll be, you know, chilling all the time. I'll prank the teachers. It'll be like yeah. Saved by the Bell. And then you get to high school, and it's like, get to fucking class. You have three seconds before between the class. Right. You're, you're not talking to anybody. Get, get to math. What do you? How's that been for you? Biggest surprise for me was how how well I actually adapted to having to get up early in the morning and do shit. You know, comedians were creatures of the night, and I didn't change mm. my lifestyle in terms of I still go out and do shows. Sometimes I'm not home yeah. till like one a.m., but I'm up at six thirty seven a.m. because the kid needs me up, and uh, it it wasn't long before my body adjusted to it. Now I'm just cooking breakfast with the best of them like a real fucking champion you're you get into it right away it, well it's like it's fight or flight mentality yeah you got a you got a screaming kid who has a miniature version of your face on him and you're like all right i guess i'll get him <laughs> the kid is big yeah huge he's a hoss we're gonna try to get a jewish basketball player out there well that brings us to our first email jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com new fodders the album at noah g comedy ex-pro athlete with no feelings is what okay. this is called now you're a, a former college athlete that is uh that is a very generous definition yeah <laughs> I, I played one year of division three college basketball listen yeah. i gotta make the emails work in whatever way i can yeah that's right yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and i also formerly had no feelings so uh so, there you go let's do it long time listener first time writer <laughs> hit it at the buzzer I've dated my fair share of men of many different backgrounds, professions, etc. I'm in a bit of a pickle and wanted your thoughts. I've been seeing a guy, I'm 25 and he's 31, who is an ex-pro athlete with a very high-powered job now. And I have a good job in tech. We have been seeing each other for about two months. I spent, I, I've spent Friday through Sunday at his house every weekend since we met. I have met all his friends, parents, siblings, gone to, gone to stay with some of his childhood friends and wives a couple hours away. Best sex of my life, by far. 
His parents love me. Everything seems great, and we text almost every day, but he has never told me his feelings towards me. He's never said he likes me or he sees this going anywhere or anything. The most he says is that I'm beautiful and whatever, but it never goes deeper. When he, said, when he was blackout drunk last week and he said he loved me and then immediately <laughs> took it back, I just laughed because I knew he wouldn't remember the next day. Neither of us brought it up again. So is this an action speaks louder than words thing or is this just another fuck boy? Also, should I keep dating around since he isn't giving me any verbal confirmation uh, affirmation? Thank you for everything you do. I love your podcast, Bachelor Recaps, and your multiple appearances on Girls Gotta Eat. So, what do you think? This is uh, this is a tricky one. In in one instance, I would say the action that speaks louder than words is the fact that she's met the friends and the parents. Like the fact that she can so confidently say his parents love me means they've met yeah. multiple times, and that is just as good as in I love you in some ways. Like when a man is bringing you home to mom and dad. That actually sometimes means more than saying I love you because anyone can say I love you if they're just trying to get laid and thinks that's what will seal it. Bring totally. You that's, that's, it, that's it, it is, it's interesting you say that because like there's fuck boy doesn't tell me his feelings. And then on the other side of the spectrum, there's love bombing where right. I tell you so many of my feelings to get you in bed. So it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't because – it's interesting because like everyone's looking for clues like she's doing it right now she's playing detective she's yeah. like well she's like got the red she's got his face in the middle red string going out to family friends holidays wives best sex ever and she's saying this all must mean that he cares about me as much as i care about him which i think is a i i i'm gonna say like like i do, i'm gonna press back on you Meeting parents to me for a guy is less than meeting parents means to a woman. That that's true. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I'll also say that it's important that he's a pro athlete for two reasons, or a former pro athlete. Okay. For two One, he might be more emotionally guarded or less likely to make himself vulnerable because he spent so long in a macho culture where like any show of emotion is weakness. So maybe he's just like sure stunted in that regard where he's slow to say how he really feels because of the armor he had to keep up to compete at such a high level but yes. at the same time because he was a pro athlete who now also has a high power job and uh you know is good in bed like she has to assume that he's had his pick of the litter and or still does and so like he's had a lot of women so you have to you have to balance those factors where like i would understand why she'd be skeptical that she's not the only one or that he he doesn't really care for it because you have to imagine he's got a lot of women around. And is he done with that lifestyle? Is right. he so used to it that he's like, ah, this is just who I am. This is how I know dating to be. But but that's why I said the parents thing is important because even if that is part of your lifestyle, he's not bringing seven, eight, nine girls around sure. to his parents. Fair. I I you know, I think the answer to her question and her biggest problem. Is it's crazy to me that she's like, is an action, is this an action speaks louder than words thing, or is he just another fuckboy? Like, the idea that he's another fuckboy when she spent the last two months every weekend staying with him, like, that wouldn't, I, I this term fuckboy, and we've gone over it a few times, it's just been bastardized. Like, no, that would be a, a cheater asshole. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, you're, right. you're, you're you're spending every weekend for two months together. Every she writes Friday to Sunday. Also, Wait. he's 
he's 31 years old making a lot of money. He's no longer a boy of any kind. <laughs> yeah. Boy or not, he's a man. But he's, uh, Yeah, he, he's either a cheating man or he uh, likes you. You know, like her, the the other part of the email, the question: Should I date around and see? Since he's not giving me what I want, here's what I will tell her: This guy, she's obviously very attracted to him. He's successful, best sex ever. No matter who she goes and dates around, she's going to be thinking about him. Like clearly, she's not going to go find someone that makes her happier. Even if she finds a guy who expresses himself, she's still going to want this guy. Dating around, I totally agree. Is the long road to emotional pain and she's avoiding the short road to emotional pain which is she needs to say she needs the, the way she's playing this is all wrong she has to say to him hey i like you i'm gonna be committing to this i'm deleting my apps i'm making this a real relationship for me he then will take that information and do a couple of different things. It's either good to know, and then he a few weeks later you're broken up, because yeah. <laughs> or it's I feel the same way and I never knew how to put it into words and I'm happy you're saying that, or it's I need some time, and he'll break up with you later. So, sure. you know, to me, people have to like, and I've said this a few. No one takes this advice, but it's the only advice. You say how you feel. They have to deal with that. No, most people aren't sociopaths. Most people don't hear how someone feels and then says to themselves, well, I'm not going to do that, but I'll keep fucking you. Yeah. Well, He has to make a decision. But speaking of saying how you feel, it is equal parts hilarious and fucked up that he said I love you and then took it back. Yeah, like, it's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> to, actively, to actively say I take it back is, is such a mind fuck. I mean, and also such a, like, I, I mean, like, it must mean he thinks he takes it seriously saying that and also must mean that he knew this was not the right, right arena to say that. But I think her only move, the only move that gets her answers is the one that she thinks that she's trying to avoid the most, which is like, hey, I like you. I am making this a priority. And it's not about him. It's about you. Sure. And if I could just put a cherry on top of this, sure. I want to say to all the women or men listening, I think you're better off with someone who takes too long to say I love you but shows it than you are someone who says I love you too quickly but doesn't really show it. I'm with you 100%. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Solo Stove. There's nothing better than being outside with your friends. It's It's just... Kind of under the stars, magical moments happen there. That's right. I'm not even reading script. I am telling you. That's how I speak. Magical moments happen under the stars. Isn't it nice to hang out with friends? And honestly, I don't know where you live, but it might be, you know, we're running out of time. Fall is coming. Those out, you know, the days are getting shorter. Uh, you have less opportunities to get out and breathe in the fresh air of a hot summer night. And I love sitting outside by a fire. There's nothing like a fire in a solo stove, a gorgeously crafted stainless steel fire pit that is completely smokeless and completely safe. I love solo stove because it extends your living space. We all dealt with a long you know, year and a half, two years almost of sitting inside and kind of you know, not really having 
a lot of places to go. And what a solo stove does is it takes that area of your backyard, of your of your uh, outdoor space, and ma- makes it usable. You know, start a roaring blaze quickly. Skip the cleanup. Solo stove has special vents that regulate airflow and burns wood more efficiently. There's so little smoke, you'll wonder how there's so much fire. Breathe in the moment, not the fumes. You don't walk away smelling like a campfire. From camp stoves to backyard bonfires, Solo Stove products are portable and built to last. Solo Stove is so confident, <coughs> they're going to give you a lifetime warranty and free 30-day returns. This is, ama- this is an opportunity, people. I think uh, you're going to love Solo Stove. It's going to change the nature of how you entertain yourself and your friends. Check out the deep discounts available during the Labor They have a Labor Day sale. Get a free stand with any fire pit. You can use your Solo Stove on any surface, including decks or outdoor rugs. Plus, use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at solostove.com for an extra $10 off. That's solostove.com for promo code JTRAIN for $10 off on top of their incredible Labor Day discounts. But hurry, the Labor Day sale ends September 6th. The JTRAIN podcast is brought to you by Roman. Hey, we're all out there. Quarantine's done. Maybe you're meeting up with someone new. Dating is happening. It's IRL summer. Whether you're married or jumping back into the dating pool, when the moment comes, you want to be ready. How ready? Roman ready. Go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain. Now, talk to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Being Roman ready means being confident, knowing you can mm -hmm, rise to the occasion. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. I'm going to tell you right now this is an opportunity. If you're... You know, in the bedroom and you're saying, ah, I was just that one time or I had a little too much to drink and that keeps happening. Get on to Roman.com slash J train now and just do the evaluation. See if there's maybe somewhere you could be helped. Go to get Roman.com slash J train now. And if you're prescribed, get 50% off your first month of ED treatment. That's get Roman.com slash J train for 50% off your first month. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this summer. Roman ready. J Train Podcast at gmail.com, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Noah Garden Sorts at Noah G Comedy on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. New Fodder, that's the album. Jared, love the pot. I'd love to get your perspective on a strange interaction I had with a previous hookup. Okay. All right. I met a guy at a bachelorette party a few weeks ago. He is friends with the groom who arrived at the party later in the evening to pick up the bride, and he, and he had this friend with him. Wait. Oh, so you're at a bachelorette party a few weeks ago. He is friends with the groom who arrived at the party later in the evening to pick up the bride, and he had a friend had this friend with him. Okay, that's a he's weird. Up his friend's wife to be. He's friends with the groom, guess, and he's picking her yeah, up he, on the bachelorette party. No, no, no. So she's on the bachelorette party. The groom comes to pick up the bride. Got it. And the friend is with is flanking okay. him. Okay. okay, got it. Got it. Got it. When the guys arrived, I was already drunk, and I shot my shot. So they must have hung out for a little bit. I expressed sure. that I was attracted to him and flirted a bit. We kissed. I mean, this guy waltzes in. Right. We're talking, talking kisses. about fucking hitting a home run but starting on third base. <laughs> right. We kissed, and he blew me. The crowd here, 
Unbelievable. Great job, dude. We kissed, then he blew me off by saying he was seeing someone. Oh, this is a real real gentleman. So I backed off. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what that was? Mid, mid kiss. This guy realized in a month or two he was about to show up to the wedding with his girlfriend. Wait, what's that? Mid kiss, this guy realized he was going to have to show up to the wedding in a month with his girlfriend. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to have to explain himself. Yeah, yeah. So he's seeing someone, so I blocked off, or so I backed off and let, left him alone for the rest of the night. The bachelor party was hosted at a friend's house, so I stayed the night. After getting ready for bed, I arrived back to the spare room where I was sleeping, and I found him in my bed. This is a very weird bachelorette party setup, yeah. right? We all agree. Shelby, this you're why on you this. go to destinations. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, it's a bit odd. It's a bit odd of a setup, and also, why is the husband at the bachelorette party? Let her have her fucking thing, yeah. and then you got to bring a friend. Right, and then the friend who's in a relationship and later get in the bed. Anyway, let, yeah. let's hear how it ends, though. So what? I arrived in the spare room where I was sleeping. Found him in my bed. He said he was down to hook up if I was. Hey, so we did. The sex was decent. We didn't exchange numbers or socials, and we hadn't talked since that night. I mean, this is, is a there mess. a worse endorsement for sex than decent? Oh, it's like I if mean, it's that- awful. If it's awful, you could chalk it up to a bad night. Great, yeah. great, but if it's decent, that's just like that's what you are. That's what he thought. He thought he was doing well. Yeah, right, she right. said that she was like into the like said yes to the sex. Like you'd be if you were like, yeah, I could eat. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was like, yeah, okay. He said he was down hook up. So we did. Yeah, it's very, this is very transactionary. I, I uh-huh. you know, so, okay. Fast forward to three weeks later. We were both guests at our mutual friend's wedding. We didn't speak for most of the day, but there was a moment at the reception when we ended up standing next to each other. So I said, hey, how you doing? He said, vis- he was visibly uncomfortable. He would not make eye contact with me. He barely answered the question and was trying to exit the conversation. I called him out and asked if he was trying to avoid me. He said no. So I asked, are you still seeing that girl you mentioned, trying to understand why he was acting so strange? He said, no, I'm just not interested. I asked him, interested in what? He said, in a relationship. I said, yeah, me neither. There was an awkward silence and I walked away. We didn't speak again for the rest of the night. I was invited to sleep in a spare bed in someone's camping trailer. This was a backyard wedding. And guess who was also sleeping in the trailer? Him. Our beds were pull-out couches that connected at the end. This is uncomfortable. I was already in bed when he came in and he looked at me, look, and he looked in, at me and said, you stay at your end. I'll stay at mine. I'm going to sleep. Ooh, who does this, this guy, guy think he is? This is Mr. Decent Sex thinks he's fucking yeah. Nova. <laughs> we did not speak again. I left before he was awake the next morning. So my question is, what's this guy's deal? Is he an asshole? Just a strange guy? He knew when we hooked up a few weeks ago that we would have to see each other again at the wedding. I wasn't pushing for a hookup at the time. He's the one that, that initiated it. Why would he say he's not interested in a relationship when I've never mentioned my interest in one? Uh, I ended a long-term relationship about 10 months ago, and I'm looking for casual flings. And if my drunk mind serves me correctly, we had discussed that during our conversation at The Bachelorette. We'd love to know your thoughts. Thanks for all you do. Noah, what do you think? Here's my thought. I can diagnose this one real quickly. This is a guy with an inflated sense of self, and his inflated sense of self happened the minute he waltz into a bachelorette party and got laid with zero effort. Fair. That's how it happened. That's it. That's how it happened. And now he's thinking, I am that stud who can walk into a room make it happen out of thin air 
And now he's and who wouldn't want to be in a relationship with that type of stud? Right, right. This guy and yeah. she, and, and and also what's playing into it is the wedding stuff, the friend stuff, like the 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 other like things that go into why people become attracted to. But that's not the case for you two. But it, it does happen in some cases where someone says, "Well, they're friends with my friend, and they they're at the wedding, and there's like, and he's attaching all that stuff to him when he right. doesn't even deserve that." And th- he's probably got Hollywood cliches playing in his mind, where like now he assumes he goes to a wedding and there's a single girl there who he slept with, so he assumes she's going to be pushing drunk bitches over on the dance floor to catch the bouquet sure. and trying to get married that night. That's. In his mind, he assumes this girl is really into him, and because they're at a wedding, she's going to want to get serious. But, it's uh, immaturity. Yeah. It's stupidity. It's ego. I mean, for him to say, you stay at your end, I'll stay at mine, like, it's, dude, you're out of your fucking mind. Right. Like, what, she going to travel over to you for three minutes of decent sex? Right. Not, not to mention, I mean, he completely closed any sort of window on, like, a two hour later, I can't sleep. She can't sleep. Fuck it. Let's have some fun again. I mean, by I saying mean, that, he dried out every vagina in a hundred yard radius. He could have been the coolest dude, dude in the world. He could, yeah, right. <laughs> he could have. He could have come to the wedding, been sang, da- sing, dance, and dust. Could have like you know been cool with her, been up front, been like, hey, you know, it's just been like really cool getting to know you. This has been a fun night. Obviously, we're both looking for very casual things. Uh, as we talked about before, and we happen to be in this trailer together, whatever it was, it, and I would assume this all, it, this guy's so immature that we could also assume that he came into the wedding being like, well, I'm not going to, what if there's someone else here? Right. Yes. Well, uh, well, I think that's what happened when she tried to talk to him early on. Exception <laughs> is He was still uh, checking out the crowd and, and weighing his options. Totally. But listen, I'm not here to judge anyone or how quickly anyone does with what they do with whoever, but I'm just going to say this is what happens when you give mediocre guys the pussy too easily. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, do I go on vacation with a group knowing I don't like him the way he likes me? I don't J-train. even go on vacation with someone that I like a lot. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, time must not be really important, I guess. Okay, so J Train, classic Shelton guest, love the show, feather feather. Your advice to others has gotten me through so much life. I have been seeing this guy pretty steadily for three to four months now. He asked me to go to Hawaii with him and his and his friends for a seven day vacation. Ooh, ooh. When he asked me, I thought, of course, there's nothing more I want. There's nothing I want more. But we are still getting to know each other. He is starting to show who he really is, and although it isn't necessarily bad, he's still a good guy. I don't know if I like him that all that much. He's a little arrogant, insincere, and extremely insecure, but it seems like it isn't like this all the time. Just when I'm around, we have mutual friends. His insecurity showed most in the middle of sex when he stopped right before I finished because he wanted to talk about his feelings. I got so frustrated that I left shortly after. Oi. Uh, the insincerity shows much more than anything else, and I didn't think it would bother me as much as it does. He likes to tell me how people compliment him, and it really gets on my nerves. My friends and close people have told me to talk to him about it to see if he shows growth between now and after the trip. So to go anyway, since it's paid for. What do you think? I mean, it sounds like she signs it. 
She doesn't even want to go to coffee with this guy, let alone Hawaii for seven days. She can't stand it. I mean, she's pretty vague about it, but like the words she's using are not vague at all. You know, it's like arrogant, insincere, insecure. (laughs) And like the story, like it's showed in the middle of sex when he stopped right before I finished because he wanted to know about his feelings. Yeah, I don't know if he knew you were about to finish. Maybe he, I mean, it would be weird if you if you were like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Hold on, baby. Yeah. I got would something you, to say. Like, yeah. like I, who would, would do that? Almost there. Do you mean almost there like love or? So <laughs> th- this is going to sound juvenile, but something that people do not consider enough when taking first trips or even weekend trips. And I'm being dead serious. If they're not at the point of farting or shitting in front of each other, they're not prepared yeah. to share a hotel room for seven days. That is that is a long time to be uncomfortable with your own bodily needs around someone else. A shared hotel room is a very intimate space, and seven days is a long time. It it, it would be different if it was a weekend. Yeah. If you were like, I want to see, you know, I want to have a talk with him, go on the weekend, let's enjoy ourselves, let's see if it gets better, and then we, but. It's a seven-day vacation to Hawaii, and most importantly, it's she says her friends say, talk to him and see if he shows growth between now and after the trip. So to go anyways, since it's paid for. Right. No, no, no. I am not going as someone's indentured servant. Right. That's My- what you're. You know, you're going. You work for him if you pay. If he paid for that trip. Right. My my grandma used to have a saying: When you marry for money, you earn every penny. So yes. she goes on this trip because it's paid for. He's either going to throw that in her face to get her to do things she doesn't want to do the entire week, or she's just going to be made to feel weird or bad about it. And then beyond that, one thing we're overlooking, Hawaii is not a jump and a skip away. So, like, listen, no. if you live in California and he wants to go to Vegas for the weekend, if it's not going well, you can rent a car, hop on a flight, and get home easily. Hawaii, you're pretty fucking stuck there. And it's you're overrated. Li- it, oh, Shelby. It's like How it's probably so? gonna rain a lot. Yes, like and a lot of like great restaurants might even like not even be open with stuff. Interesting you know, with how things are, and you're like, yeah, it's not. It's not even gonna be as fun as you are thinking of it in like your dream vacation y- setting. Shelby's hot take is on the location. Someone yes, got to I, watch I, White Lotus. <laughs> Shelby, Shelby is not going to be on the um, Hawaii Tourism Bureau anytime soon. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I think. Well, listen, I think Hawaii's overrated it for me. Sitting in New York City right now, like I'm like I, I listen. The mentality here on this podcast is beach by noon. We want to get to a vacation spot where you could be on the beach by noon. Hawaii okay. does not fit Correct. into that type of vacation. I also think it's insane to go on a seven-day vacation with a group of friends when you're not 80 years old. Like, yeah, it, it's just <laughs> such yeah. a ridiculous vacation. Yeah, there, there's probably three people in the world I could go on vacation with for seven days, and my wife is not one of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, Get her out. That's way too long. Yeah, I so and also the one biggest thing to me is this will be held against you after the breakup. You're probably going to break up with this guy. You go on a trip with him where he paid for it. It's going to be harder to get out at that point than it is before it. I would get out now. You have said the words she has used and this goes into 
like, and I think this is a male female thing. There's a lot of women that write into this podcast where it's like they give guys a chance to the point where they don't have any taste. You have taste. You're right now. You're opting for someone who's insecure and insensitive and all the words you use as opposed to being alone. And alone is pretty good too. And and I'm going to say there's a lot of bad adjectives that men can come back from, but when insecure is how you're described nine times out of 10, it's over. Like, I don't, I don't think women can get over an insecure man the way they can get over a lot of other bad traits. Totally agree. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Noah garden sorts at Noah G comedy on Instagram new fodder that's the album go listen go get subscribed to Noah on Spotify all the good stuff Jared feather feather love the pod have really enjoyed the luxury lounge thank you for doing the Lord's work female listener early 30s in a big city I've recently decided to give the dating apps a try uh, give the dating apps a go. Try to give a good faith effort rather than swiping here and there. I don't have much experience with dating. I've always preferred to be friends first, and then if the feelings are there, explore that more. But that hasn't worked out, so here I am. What do you think of that strategy, Noah? I think she's shooting herself in the foot because, as much as we hate to admit it, physical attraction is a huge part of a successful relationship. And so, like, yeah. she's forgoing that entirely by making sure they're friends first and she's making the person across from them forego that yeah she's basically say making that decision for them well we'll be friends first when they were never looking to be your friend anyways you're you're starting on a lie with someone and i i agree with you i just don't hearing that i'm like yeah i don't that might work in a in a rom-com but Very rarely do people go, oh, I did want to fuck her the whole time. It's, right. It goes like, before that. It goes, guys, especially a lot of men go, oh, I did want to be with her the whole time. Not, it's right, not the like, other way around. Yeah, when you're approaching guys with the friends, you're either dealing with someone who secretly wants to fuck you the whole time or some guy who's like eventually begrudgingly fucking you but never wanted to. Totally agree. My hesitation with the apps has always been uh, was always that after a few texts back and forth, I like to meet a uh, person early on. The guy is already in the dating mindset. Fair, since these are dating apps. Yeah, I would agree. Whereas I want to see if I even like the guy as a friend and if I like spending time with him. Well, you can do that too. Yeah, like you can go on a date. date. That's, that's what, what a date, date is. is. That's literally what yeah. a date is. If we have things in common where we could hang out as friends, etc., and then see if it progresses naturally into romantic feelings. What are your thoughts on how to let a guy know uh, that first I want to hang out platonically and then we can move forward towards a relationship if we both want it? For example, a recent first date I went on, the guy asked if he could kiss me after, the mid- after a midday date. I could have told him that's moving too fast for me. I want to get to know him first to see if I even like him as a friend. But I'm afraid that it's going to turn guys away. And my thought, learning from you, is that those guys are not just not the match. I know everyone says this, but I find dating in my city to be tough, so I don't want to limit my options too soon. What do you think about her perspective here? I'm just confused by a lot of it, honestly. I think she's yeah. getting her own way. I really do. Uh, and I agree. W- when she says she's, <clears throat> she's scared, like if she says yes to a kiss, she's going to turn the guys away, meaning like she thinks she's giving the wrong impression, like she's down to do too much too fast. Because like a kiss when you're in your early 30s in a big city is really nothing. 
Yeah, I, I, she can want whatever she wants. I think the thing that she's confused on is this friend or relationship thing. That is a very big crater in between the two. Like, friend and, you know, like, you're looking to get along with people that you want to maybe date. Now, if she's not okay with casual sex, if she's not okay with casual physical, I understand that. Sure. You can go on a date and be like, yeah, this is too quick for me, and you're going to lose guys. That's okay. Yeah. They were there. You know, they might not. They might need the kiss to make the connection. You don't need the kiss to make the connection is what you're saying. But you have to admit to where you are. To say I'm on a dating app to meet friends and then we'll see what happens, I just don't think that's the – I think your perspective is off on what this is all about. Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, it's like, first of all, no one in their 30s is looking for new friends. Like, you've got your friend group. By the time you're in yeah. your 30s, you have your friends. So I, I totally agree with you that no one should be rushed or forced into anything physical if that's not the way they operate. And I also think it's great if she wants to actually like the people she dates and she shouldn't compromise that. Everyone, But everyone should want that. Everyone should right. like the person they're dating. Like, that's, what I, that's why I think her perspective is off. Like, she's basically saying friends first and then i'll see if i date you it's like well, no, no 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 no, that's not and if what, that is, that's if that's the way she operates then she should make those friends in real life dating apps are not for making friends with someone that mm. you still want to eventually date or have something sexual with that's yeah not if i if i was on a date with someone and they were like well i like to be friends first i'd be like what what am i missing here like i would be like what what's going you we're here at, you know, it's like it's like being at a bar and asking for milk, like I or and, ice cream. And again, you you geography is important. She made a point of saying she's in a big city, and the truth is, the bigger the city, the more options everyone has. So again, totally. no disrespect to age or pace or anything, but if you're a woman in your early thirties dating in a big city, these guys you're dating are going to have a lot of other women who move at a different pace. And at the other side of that, there's a lot of different people. So, like, there's different. There's a lot of men for you too. So, like, you're gonna find, you know, like, if the idea of like, if you're afraid to lose guys, you can't be. You have to be okay with losing people that aren't for you, and that's why you're in the city. There's a lot of people to right. meet, but you also have to look at these dates and understand that the people on the other side have their way of getting to know someone too. So. And they have a right to that in the same way you have a right to it. And if they say, I'd like to kiss you now, and you go, that's not for me, that's okay. You're going to lose. That's okay to lose that person. That's just not the match. Yeah. I mean, I, I think she should continue going about it the way she's comfortable to <laughs> be not quite so rigid in her timetable of friendship versus dating. Yeah. It, it, I agree. It's, it, it's a two, I think the rigidity of it is what is off. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Green Chef. Trying to eat healthy? This is the meal kit for you. Whether you're doing keto, paleo, or plant-based, they've got it. The best part is you don't need to be a whiz in the kitchen. The recipes are easy. Don't worry about getting bored. Choose from 30 new recipes every week. Cook with satisfying meals that work around your lifestyle, not the other way around. Every meal is designed to help you eat a more balanced diet. I love Green Chef. I, I really do. Here's what I love about Green Chef. If you're living alone or you're living with someone else, Portion, portion, portion. It is so hard to keep portions in control while you're trying to be creative and not eat the same thing every day. That's the big thing because you could do chicken and rice 
on your own once, twice, three times. The fourth time, you're going to go, uh, you know, why don't we change up the sauce? Okay, I'll go buy a new sauce. Why don't we add, uh, you know, some pasta? Okay, I'll buy some more pasta. Now you're off of chicken and rice. Now you're in fettuccine Alfredo land, and you didn't mean to be there. And you're buying too much of it. You're having, you, you, and you're eating too much of it, and that's why you get off track. This is an opportunity. Green Chef will keep the portions in control, and they're going to have creative, wonderful meals every single night. 30 new recipes every week. You hear that? Green Chef saves time. You don't have to go to the grocery store. Stand in line. Haul it back home. Green Chef shows up right at your door with everything you need. And if you're busy like me and you need to eat healthy, Green Chef fits perfectly into your lifestyle. Again, let me read the different lifestyles. Keto, paleo, plant-based. They've got it all. Try it today. Go to greenchef.com slash JTrain100 and use code JTrain100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. That's a lot of money, people. That's greenchef.com slash JTrain100. One more time, use code JTrain100 and you'll get $100 off, including free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. The JTrain podcast is brought to you by Lucy Nicotine Gum. I, 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 I'm not a cigarette smoker. I've never had to deal with getting off of cigarettes, but I will say any addiction, you know, I, for me, I'm a late night eater. Getting off of that is difficult. If there was a gum I could chew that could help me do that, I'd be chewing that gum every night. And if you're someone that's smoking cigarettes and trying to get away from them, Lucy Nicotine Gum is an opportunity. Lucy was founded by Caltech scientists, former smokers who wanted to help other people quit. They set out to create a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. It took three years of research and experimenting, and they made Lucy, a nicotine gum that actually tastes good. Comes in three flavors: wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Oh, they and I have them all. And I've my friend; he's trying to get off his cigarettes, and I just give them to him. He loves the wintergreen. He says it tastes better than anything he's ever had. So each has four milligrams of nicotine. Don't like the gum? Check out their cherry ice lozenge. See, they're trying everything to get you in the best you know, uh, position to win. When you're craving a smoke, you just need a little something to satisfy the habit. So get Lucy so you're prepared. Subscribe to monthly delivery so you'll always be ready. They're supporting this show, so go support them. Get 20, 20, 20% off all products, including gum or lozenges, at lucy.co with code JTRAIN. That's 20% off at lucy.co and use promo code JTRAIN at checkout. And here's the part the lawyers make me say. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. No duh. So get 20% off at lucy.co with code JTRAIN. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Best Fiends. You know my motto is beach by noon, but if you want to feel like you're at the beach all the time, play Best Fiends. It'll cool off your brain, just like a tall glass of lemonade. I love this game. Fun, fun, fun. It's great to put your brain on the shelf, pick up Best Fiends, take a break from you know whatever stresses you got going on, and this lets you play with fun cartoon characters. And you know I'm on I, I I'm on level 75. Like I'm moving along in this game. Best Fiends is a casual puzzle game that's beautifully designed and makes your brain feel good. Once you start playing, you will not want to stop. I'm obsessed. I told you level 75. Like I I, I play 
A lot. Best Fiends is way more fun than other matching puzzle games out there. It makes 30 minutes feel like 30 seconds. Totally free to download. With thousands of puzzles to solve, there's something new every day. I'm, I, I talk, it's, it's bright, colorful, has cute characters. It's got a whole world. It, it's really just, uh, you know, it really feels good to just take a break from whatever you're doing and just put on Best Fiends and then come back to, you know, you feel refreshed. You collect tons of cute little characters that you use to beat the bad guys in each levels, and Best Fiends is always releasing new challenges, characters, and themes all the time, so it never gets old. Download the five-star rated puzzle game, Best Fiends, today, for free, on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Brooklinen. It's summer, hot nights. It can be hard to fall asleep. Get Brooklinen sheets. They're crisp and breathe well to keep you cool all night long. Brooklinen was started to create beautiful, high-quality home essentials that don't cost an arm and a leg. I love Brooklinen. I, and I, here's the thing. I, 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 I'm pretty easy going. I'm pretty easy to please. I knew Brooklinen was an amazing company the minute my mom started asking about it. My mom loves her sheets. Loves talking about it, wants more, and to know it's mom approved that no, you know that's that's a, that's something that's a big deal, and you know what Brooklinen is giving you a mom approved item without the markups that stores store bought sheets will get you because they work directly with manufacturers to give you a fair price, no middlemen, no markups, get their amazing array of products at a reasonable price. Brooklinen has something for your every comfort need. Ideal for a seasonal refresh because they're launching new products, colors, and patterns all the time. I'm talking buttery, soft, and breathable sheets, plush and absorbent towels, cozy robes, comfy loungewear you'll want to put on and never take off. The towels are fantastic. They're so confident in their products that they come with a 365-day warranty. And fans are confident, too. There's a reason Brooklinen has over 75,000 five-star reviews and counting. And their customer service, clearly they get their eight hours every night because they're a dream to work with if you ever have an issue. So give yourself the comfort refresh you deserve and get it for less at Brooklinen. Go to brooklinen.com, use promo code JTRAIN20 to get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Enter promo code JTRAIN20 for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com, promo code JTRAIN20. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com, JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. Here with Nordic Garden Swords. New Fodder, that's the album. This is a long one, but the title really gets me moving. Perfect. Okay? My boyfriend says Facebook was hacked. <laughs> like this... Well, now now I know why this is a long one, because she yeah. got a super long explanation from her boyfriend who gave her the roundabout. <laughs> so let's see. And it ends. I'm looking at the last sentence of the the, la the first sentence of the last paragraph is, am I crazy? Well, let's find out. You ready? So you just did what I do with long books, where sometimes I'm like, I just need to read the last <laughs> the last sentence in the book so then I can go for Now I know that there's something interesting here. I, I Well, let's see if we're right. I'm a 30-year-old female who met a 29-year-old man on Match.com in May. This is the third time 30, I've heard Match.com. She's 30, 29. he's 29. Here we go. Same age. We're, yeah, we're, we're going to detective work here. He didn't make it to our first two dates because his work schedule changed last minute, allegedly. And he didn't get back home in time he's a trucker who drives across the country during the week and is home on weekends <clears throat> we finally had our first date on the third try and it went great on july 12th 
Look, she's got all the stuff. Yeah, seriously, she's been keeping a journal. On July 12th, we made it official and exclusive. Since then, he cooked for me, took me out to dinner at my favorite restaurants, went on sunset walks with me, called me almost every day, and texted me throughout the day. He took me to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He gave me my first ever ride on a jet ski. Unfortunately, I lost my glasses when we, we fell in. And he bought new one, bought me new ones. He gave me his old lawnmower <coughs> when he found it out he needed one. I thought all that behavior showed he was sweet and considerate and kind and worth getting to know further. I mean, this is like a country music song about Cleveland. There's, on our first date, music going on in the background. There's so much, right? There. On our first date, I saw "quote unquote" Jane name change to protect the possibly innocent come up on his phone in a call, and he ignored it, telling me it was just a friend. He looked a bit nervous, <coughs> but I decided to overlook it. Last week, when Jane texted him while we were together, I asked him about it, and this time he said Jane was a coworker while looking uncomfortable and not making eye contact. Today, I asked my best friend to check out his friend list on Facebook since I don't have a Facebook. It took her less than 10 minutes to find an inner relationship post with my boyfriend's name and Jane dated August 10th. August 10th. And we already had a July 12th. Yeah, that they were together. My boyfriend had loved the post and been tagged in it. My best friend messaged him and demanded answers. He said it was a joke before blocking my best friend and Jane blocked her as well. Oh, shit. He asked me to call him. And I did. I asked him if the Jane on Facebook was the same Jane who called and texted. First, he said they were two different Janes. Then he said they weren't and he had misspoken because he'd just woken up and was confused. Then he said that he met Jane on Match months ago before he met me and they decided to be friends. But then later became co-workers. I don't know. That's a little so too Jane, much. Jane's a truck driver as well? J <coughs> Jane's a truck driver he met on Match that is now friends with. That they have this weird joke about being in a relationship. It's too much. Sure. He said she did the relationship post as a joke, and then he decided to just let it be since he didn't think anyone knew he knew would see it. Then he said he might have been hacked. Oh, come on. When I pointed out that I found the post hurtful and disrespectful, regardless, he apologized for not being more assertive. He said he felt something real with me, that he didn't deserve me, and that he was pissed with himself for fucking everything up. He said he would understand if I dumped him, which I did. Then we hung up and I blocked him. Am I crazy? Did I overreact? I guess I just want some validation for my decision. I've dated men who lied to me before, and I'm trying to get better at A, having higher standards, B, cautiously trusting men until they give me a concrete reason not to, C, walking away the first time I'm disrespected and not waiting for a second time, D, just go through the whole alphabet, paying attention to whether a man's actions matches words. Is it possible I just misunderstood? I don't think so, but I appreciate an outside opinion. Thanks. Uh, I love your work. If you read this in the podcast, it will make up for the shitty week I had. Well, hopefully the week has been made better. Noah, any thoughts? Yeah, my thought is she's not crazy. She's in denial. She doesn't need our advice. She knows exactly what yeah. happened. Like every listener listens and knows what happened. She met a shitty guy who was lying and cheating. His Facebook didn't. When yeah. your Facebook gets hacked, you get tagged in things like sunglass Ray-Ban sales and sneakers or like princes yeah. need money to get out of jail in Nigeria. <laughs> not not uh, a, a trucker no. named Jane who has a joke tagged you in a love post. That's not even and a joke. The yeah. advice should be for the guy. Yeah, she... Like, is, 
Yeah. Don't change your, exactly don't, like if you happened. get caught, do like one stick with one story. Don't change stick it like with, a dozen times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shelby has a whole new podcast called How to Be a Better Liar. Right. Uh, <laughs> we're a spinoff podcast where Shelby hates Hawaii and tells you how to lie. Um, <laughs> I, the only thing I'll say, she, you know, if she wants to be a better dater in the future, there is no friend that would come up on my phone that I couldn't explain to any first date. 100%. And if I'm on a first date with them and it is someone else I've been seeing, I could say I'm at, that's, that's someone I've been on a couple dates with. That, yeah. that would be my first lying, date. classy, like like if I was to lie, that would be my classy lie of, yeah, yeah we've gone on a couple dates. Everything is still fair game first date. Totally. And... And when you see the name pop up again and you go, oh, and now you're in a committed, supposedly committed relationship and you say, who's that? And they have a different answer. Well, you say, now you have a right to your questions. You have a right. And I think the one thing that we all, we're, we're too hard on ourselves. We think we never have a right to the questions and the feelings that we have. And you do. You, you know, that I saw that name before. Now I saw it again. We are in a committed relationship. I feel weird. That's okay to say. You have a right to say that. That's the only thing I can look at in this email to say, you know, for next time. But this guy's a liar. He's cheating. I don't think you're crazy at all. And beyond that, one piece of advice I'd like to give is people need to be better about trusting the red flags that they see right away instead of making Mm. excuses. As soon as you told me that he blew off the first two dates because he wasn't back from work on time, I already knew, like, if it happens once, that's excusable. If it happens twice, that's a pattern, and now that's just who this guy is. But then furthermore, when I found out he's a truck driver, their entire job is making deliveries on time. So if it happened yeah. two times in a row, <laughs> clearly he's a boy. Yeah, he's either a bad truck driver or he's not into you that much. He's got other shit going on, like, or he's lying. Or yeah. all three, in which case, all get out. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more, then we'll do the, the final one. Is that okay, Noah? Yeah. Okay. Let's do... Let's do this one. Um... I'm sorry, it's taking No worries. Take your time. Suddenly Shelby doesn't I have bro- a four minute track to play. Yeah, I broke up with her, but I want to try again. Okay. Dear Jared and guest, love the podcast, the honest yet hilarious perspective you are able to provide. The background of my situation. Me and this girl started dating February 2021. We are both very COVID cautious, especially as vaccines hadn't started to be rolled out. So the experience was quite PG. I felt like we had really, we really had a connection and something real. We had been dating for around three months when a new lockdown took place and we decided not to go on dates in real life. It was harder to connect. We talked and I told her if she wasn't up for continuing, I understood and no hard feelings, but she assured me she was into me and wanted to give us a proper shot. While we did struggle for a period, I thought we had a stride. Things were going well, flirty, fun, etc. At one point, I planned a Zoom cooking date for us. The week leading up to it, we were both uh, showing excitement for it until the night before she canceled. 
canceled. It turned out for the past three weeks she didn't she hadn't been happy and it was all too hard for her. We ended up meeting up in real life for the first time since lockdown. I think this is from abroad, uh, first time in lockdown, where we talked and argued. I wanted to keep trying where she wanted to take a break. In the end, I said I would just rather just break up, but I would be open to trying again if she was the one to initiate. Now, months later, no more lockdown, double vaxxed, and nothing. My head says she just wasn't into me, and to be honest, and I feel like she just didn't want to do the hard part of actually breaking up with me. I've tried moving past it, going on dates, and having fun, focusing on myself and my friends, but I can't get her out of my head. Do you think reaching out would be a bad move? By not reaching out to me, is she clearly showing disinterest? Thanks so much. What do we think? I think, yes, unfortunately, she's not interested. I think she... (laughs) She probably didn't want to be the bad guy and fully call it a breakup. So she went with the easy out. Let's take a break yeah. while uh, we're both on lockdown. I can't do these Zoom cooking classes, which is understandable. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the fact that everything is back to normal and she hasn't reached out at all. Unfortunately, it seems like he's going to need to do the tough work of uh, crying it out and getting over her. Yeah, it's done. And yeah, listen, let me tell you a brief tale. I, I, I think... The hardest part is like she wasn't happy too hard for her. We ended up meeting in real life for the first time in lockdown where we talked and argued. I wanted that's to keep trying. Too, by the way, we talked and argued. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. There's your there's your answer right there. Right, well, that's a, that's the thing because this is like a you know chicken or egg situation because she's she's saying I wanted to keep trying where she so then she says to her let's take a break because you have someone looking at you going. I'll keep trying. Let's keep trying. And you go, I need it. Well, I'm not going to go straight to get the fuck out of my face because I do like you as a person. So you go to the softer thing. You go, we need to take a break. This isn't going to happen now. So you're like, get away now. And then I can make those harder decisions later. And then she says, in the end, I said I would rather break, just break up. But I would be open to try again if she was the one to initiate. Now the person on the other side is going, okay, good. I'm out. You know, like, and and so it's, it's a little frustrating to me. My head said she just wasn't into me, and to be honest, I feel like she just didn't want to do the hard part of actually breaking up with me. Well, you made it harder to break up with you. You right. know, like right. you know, so on it. And and furthermore, she's following along with the conditions you set. You said I'd be totally. open to try again if she was the one to initiate. Well, guess what, bud? Unfortunately, she didn't initiate. So there's your answer. Yeah. So I, I think you got to move on. I, I and honestly, it's it's not. The hard part with pandemic, the hard part with lockdown, the hard part with I'm just not happy is like, no, there's just something not right here. And the reason a lot of people are not happy in the relationship is because they're with someone they know that they should be okay with. A lot of people are like, ah, I'm so unhappy because I'm with someone that should make me the happiest and they're not on paper. And it's like, so, and that seems like it's personal to you, but it's not. They're just saying, I'm such a fucking idiot. How and, could I not know? Right, and circling back to the last email about the woman in her 30s who was waiting for friendship, that's kind of what I was getting at, where like sometimes just because you guys are great friends or on paper it looks right, there is a physical chemistry. There has to be like an appeal on a pheromone level where there is just an attraction that you can't deny to really make things work. Totally. And and it's 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 a it's a big deal that it, and it always comes off as like a chance on the other side when now it's not a chance what they're saying is i 
am not full, even though you are. And that fucks with me. And and furthermore, if this guy, let's say he did reach out, right? He was the one to reach out. And she's like, fine, let's give it a try again. How weak of a hand is he going into this second shot at the relationship with? Well, she broke up with him. He reached out after she didn't reach out. And now it's just like starting the relationship again on the saddest, most pathetic foot. I don't think this is matters, but it is a lesbian relationship. It's two women. So I, I, I don't think it matters in the dynamic male, female. Yeah. When you go back to someone, you go, sorry to disappoint the crowd. We're, so, but I, no, I, I actually think in this case, it, this is one of the rare cases where it truly changes nothing about the it dynamic. Change, it changes really nothing. You problem. go back to them, and what they right. do is they go, they, because they know you're great, and they go, well, maybe I will, but then you get, you get below the standard that you would want. You're coming back going, I'll just take anything. Right, right. So, yeah, J-train podcast at gmail.com. J-train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more email. You ready, Noah? Sure, let's do it. So you got it in front of you. Let me pull it up. Okay, I'll read it, and then we'll get to the And furthermore, text. listen, if, uh, if it's gay or lesbian relationships, that's fantastic, but let me know ahead of time <laughs> so I don't call them he the entire time. I know. Well, I, I, I saw it at the end. I was like, we don't give away the names. They sign it with their name, and I was like, I don't want to give away the name. I so. apologize for my heteronormative dialogue. There we go. Jared, I adore you, but I'm going to get straight to it. That's okay. So there's a guy in my circle of friends who I've always thought was really cute, sweet, uh, cute and sweet, but I'm not super close with him. Let's call him James. I'm a lot closer to one of his best friends slash roommates. Let's call him Tyler, who I also dated for a few months about two years ago now. But now we're just friends, and I would never go back to anything romantic with him. And to be honest, I think James is way more my type. But over the past few year, or over the past year, I've made an effort to be friendlier to James, and we text sometimes about music and our friends, but nothing else. We actually even got tickets to two concerts coming up in the fall. It'll just be us two, and we've never hung out a one-on-one, so I'm a little nervous. It'll be awkward, and we won't have a lot to talk about. But when I see him out at a friend hangs, we always have a good flow of convo, and I just really enjoy his company. Okay, so she has two concerts with James set up coming up. Right. Tyler is how they know each other, and that's someone she used to hook up with years ago. Two years ago. Tyler and James are best friends slash roommates of sorts. My issue is I sort of want to see how it would go go to get to know him better one-on-one, a date setting or not. Um, but he's never asked me, and I've never asked him. I think it's awkward because I dated his friend Tyler, and I think I broke his heart, honestly. So I'm assuming that's why James doesn't want to venture into more-than-friends territory. But I also think that he thinks I just like him as a friend. I try to be a little flirty sometimes. For example, last time I saw him, I texted him, I was so glad to see you, and, I, and somehow worked in, we should get together again soon. But we, didn't, but we didn't make any plans, and it wasn't in an asking-him-out way. It was pretty casual-seeming. I wouldn't get that from that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. How do, how do they have plans to go to two concerts in the fall if neither of them have asked each other out? How did those, how did those concerts? I guess they both, they text about music is their point. I'm unsure right. if I want to go there, but I want, would like to ask him more about himself and his life and his family and have some laughs and drinks, just us two, even if it's a precursor to being alone together at the concerts. What advice can you give me? Here's our last conversation after seeing him last weekend at our friend's going away party. Um, 
Carl and Sarah mentioned in the text, apparently my best friend Jesse and one of his best friends Adam got together after I left. He never responded to the part when I said we'll have to get together soon, but he said more things later. This was the most crucial part of the convo, though, so I wanted to keep this. Uh, so I kept the cr- screenshots short and sweet. I changed their names. Okay. Let's okay. get to it. They're going to have to. Shelby, we're going to have to edit those out. The names I just said. Okay. Well, no, it looks like Adam and Jesse were edited out. Or I think she gave them fake names as well. The way she did. Oh, Jesse okay. Tyler, so we don't have James and Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have to do anything. Okay. I'll be her. You be him. Okay. Ready? Yeah. What What's the four on one on Adam and Jesse? I don't have one. I took the hard Irish exit on them, hoping something would happen. I haven't heard from my man yet. I'm honestly jealous of Adam at this point. Ha ha ha. Oh shit. So exciting. Such a such an such an unlikely pair. Ha ha. Never would have seen that coming. I texted her, but she hasn't answered either. Smirky face emoji. Let me text him. I saw them giving each other the googly eyes. That's why I left. Crying, laughing so hard. Respect. That's so cute. Aw. No word from my kid. He's an absolute gentleman, so she's already been walked home where they're still enjoying the meal Adam cooked for her. Ha ha ha, yes, or possibly he's busy torching the creme brulee and has to focus. I wouldn't put it past him, ha ha ha. Well, it's fun to keep them in this fantasy love land we've created for them for now anyways, laughing face emoji. Yeah, I'm going to be pissed tomorrow when I found out tomorrow they just went their separate ways. Ha ha ha, me too, say it ain't so. I just hope you and Jesse's attendance in Boston doesn't change once Carl and Sarah leave. Oh, absolutely not. You guys will never get rid of us. Ha 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 ha. Plus, I never even really hang with those two, so nothing really will change for me. Laughing face emoji. I was so glad to see you yesterday. Me too. I wish we could have had more of a sit-down conversation, but I suppose that will change once the concert schedule kicks in. I know. I was thinking the same thing. It was so loud. We'll have to get together soon. He's into it. He's into, He's it. into that, it. That was yeah. a fun flirty. He, the, I think they're exactly on the same page. And I think the reason he didn't respond to we'll have to get together soon is because he already basically said we're going to get together soon once the concerts kick in. So, like, he actually did what not enough guys or women do in these texts, which is know when to cut it off before you just start talking in circles. It's it's interesting that the concert is kind of what hurts them. Like them having these concerts makes it so like we got something on the schedule. Right, right. We I don't want to mess with that. I don't want to ruin that. I don't want to make it awkward. So I'm sitting in no man's land because no change means at least if it's awkward, it's at those concerts and not before then, you know? But but what they were doing, they were they were living vicariously through their friends who were currently hooking up by telling each other essentially what they would have been doing with each other. Like he's playing the gentleman role of he's probably walking her home or take cooking sure. her dinner, and she's like, oh, he's torching the creme brulee. They're living their fantasy as if it's them doing it through their friends. So like that's why I knew it was a fun banter back and forth. They're on the same page. They're on the same page. And do you think she waits it out, or do you think she makes a move? before these concerts because they're not till the fall there's got there's an element of like i mean she's probably sitting here being like we're they're they're gonna do the dance until the fall but should they 
go I, into like something maybe like does she take a chance and then yeah. maybe it, it, you know that date doesn't go so well and they have to cancel concerts like how does she handle this concert thing that that's a chance you gotta take i think you are correct that the thing hurting them right now is the fact that they already have a date on the books and it's not for a while but yeah. i think uh you know she should be willing to risk it ask him out on a coffee date a lunch date because the thing is if that doesn't go well then they can cut their ties and like sell the concert tickets instead of being forced to sit through a musical event for three hours together. And, and what else I'll say is the fact that he's best friends and a roommates with someone that she was involved with, like, first of all, bro code, he's already gotten clearance. Like yeah, James and Tyler have already spoken and Tyler's already given James the go ahead. Like if he's agreed to go to concerts with her, his friend already knows and it's all good. And furthermore, if she was that much of a nightmare or disaster in the last relationship, he wouldn't be engaging now based on awful shit that his friend would have said if it was that bad. Yeah, the other guy isn't her responsibility at all. It's uh, It's been so long, and they had whatever they had. And also, what you're saying is totally right. Like, she, He's gotten the warnings. That's why he's still there. Yeah. She needs to understand these concerts can be done with other people. It doesn't have to be him. Right. The concert is a placeholder for your relationship it's basically the only thing keeping you guys in touch right now because it's like okay we got that concert so i know we're good she gotta take a chance i agree with you i think you gotta send a text like hey um would love to let's do drinks before the concert yeah because i want to get to know you first if i'm gonna be dancing you know five inches from you for two hours you can say something like that one of her concerns was that it was going to be like awkward when they were alone for the first time. So the great way to make sure it's not awkward at the concert is to get that awkwardness out of the way with a one-on-one hang ahead of time. And because you guys already have a plan, you can make it casual. You can be like, hey, I'm out this weekend. I'm getting lunch at this place. Would you want to get a beer nearby? Like that can be done. And now you're getting kind of the conversation, the interpersonal stuff that you're looking for anyways. Yeah, but honestly, all the uh, all the unnecessary ha ha has aside, I felt great about the next convo, and uh, I, I feel like they're on the same page, and this is going to go somewhere. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at Gmail dot com. Noah Garden Sorts, fantastic as usual. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you for having me. Always a blast. Always a blast. Shall, uh, go follow Noah at Noah G Comedy. New fodder. That's the podcast. Shelby, thank you for coming on the ones and twos. Thank you. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursday with the Luxury Lounge. We'll be back on Thursday. Boom.